Marketing, entrepreneurship, and all things small business. You're listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Now, here's your host, Justin Miller. All right, we are back. Another episode. This is 27. We're talking some HR stuff today, which is not always my favorite, but it's definitely necessary. Uh, critical. Nothing else you happens. Have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody dreams uh, about it, but you have to have it. It's becoming more of an interest of mine and more and more important by the day. So I, I guess, you know, there's the overview should be the poster that you saw hanging in my office that, that says, you know, it's not your job to grow the company. It's your job to grow the people to grow the company. Hmm. Which I thought was very apropos. And even in my business, I'm like, well, that's right on. Yeah. So that, that quote is attributed to Adam Witte. I don't know where he heard it, but... On my wall, it's Adam Witte. Um, it's so true. So as soon as in any business you get beyond things you can personally do yourself, all of a sudden uh, people are involved. And oftentimes the first round you've done this, you know, you go to family, friends, and, and mm -hmm. hire them first. But eventually that doesn't work anymore. Uh, or you get beyond them, uh, unless you have a crazy family size or something. But you'd probably be crazy to hire them all. That's a whole different set of topics. Um, but I want to talk about one of the tools that's in our bag for, for hiring the right people. And hiring is, is crazy right now. Um, we're hiring. I think you're gearing back up uh, in your other business as well uh, with people to make sure that the work can get done. And the market is less than ideal for employers right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a really un big understatement. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the news that you know, Amazon's building a distribution center bias. They're going to yeah. hire a thousand people at $16 starting an hour. That's just a thousand people that won't work for me doing set up and tear down <laughs> at weddings. Uh, we're in a metro of what, about 400,000 people here. And yep. I don't think there's a thousand people looking for work. So that'll be neat to see how I that did notice out. that in the news story that I heard on NPR, the local NPR affiliate, they were talking about that Amazon chose the area because of proximity so they could draw people to work from Galesburg, Iowa City. And I thought, am I going to, for like 16 bucks an hour, am I going to drive an hour to come? Because that's what the I, average wage is going to be. Aren't they known for being like an extremely physically demanding place to work? Will people really drive 45, 60 minutes I don't know. for that job? But that, I thought that was interesting. Well, Muscatine, Clinton, Iowa City. I mean, like, I don't know. Wouldn't you just draw directly from the area you're in? That's just, you're right. It seems like a lot of work to then drive home for an hour and again, the average pay is like 16. That's not terrible money, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I would drive an hour for $16 well, I mean, it, an hour. In our area, you know, it's still a fairly economically depressed area. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not crazy low, but yeah. in general, you yep. know, this, this area was a manufacturing area traditionally, and you know, that's, of course, moved out. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out, but they'll, they'll be going through some hiring stuff, and also every employer in the market now has going to have one more contributing factor in how they hire and incentivize their staff uh, as we bow down to the almighty Amazon. <laughs> True. Um, and we won't get to all the other political factors at play because we can't resolve those. But one of the tools that I've used for probably about 10 years is a personality assessment in the hiring process. And uh, as some of you know, I'm, I'm kind of a Dave Ramsey follower on a lot of topics, not all of them, but a lot of them. And uh, you know, he turned me on to using this DISC personality profile. And it's performed really well for me. So I don't know. We've probably run 50, 60, 70 people through it over the yeah. years. And 
And it it hits most of the time. Is this the same one that when I bought your business, you had me take it? Probably. And it was, it was I have to say, it was highly accurate. And it take you less than 10 minutes to do? And yep, then it was very out. quick. And I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's me. Yeah, so I mean, the, the core gist of this, and, and it's not an end-all be-all. So this is not like your number one screening you would do up front. It's, um, we use it kind of as a last check to make sure that we have the right person in the right position and you know they have some say too so we don't just blindly believe the tool mm-hmm. um we, we let the person that took the test read their results they send them over and then the first question i always ask is do you think that's accurate mm-hmm. and more often than not the answer is yes that's scarily accurate for what i yeah bothered putting into this um test if you will it's not really a test you just sort words based on how you yeah. think they apply to you and mm-hmm. It doesn't take long at all, but it ends up spitting out, you know, kind of a scoring rubrics under four categories, D, I, S, and C. And what they stand for is actually a source of debate on the internet, but what we're going to go with is uh, Dave's version, which D is decisive, I is interactive, S is stabilizing, and C is cautious. And most often when you see the results spit out, someone will have one of those that's dominant. Now, some are extremely skewed. We're like, their score is 99 in one of them, and everything else is like five. Um, the scores don't have to tally 100, by the way. <laughs> They're just each of them's on their scale of uh, one to 100. Um, but, it, but it can spot people really quick for what their natural tendencies are um, when not forced to do something else. So it also spits out a secondary score we won't get into, which is adaptive style, which is a modified behavioral style. But if you try and push someone to that box forever you're going to stress them out and it's not going to end well so you know it spits out uh what their primary one is and you kind of put them into little boxes then so i thought we would spend this episode going through these by the way these tools are available online i'm sure there's free versions but my recommendation just go to daveramsey.com pay whatever it's like 30 40 bucks an assessment run yourself through it first uh, actually, this tool, you'll learn more about yourself and your work and communication style than anything else. Um, this is, yeah, just, I don't care. If you're a one-man show, do it. Yeah, it, it does it, give you insights. I When I saw it, I and I periodically will pull it out, and I'm like, well, that's pretty close. And it, partly my personality is then to focus on the things where I didn't, you automatically think, well, I didn't score well there, or I scored really well here, but it's interesting. And then I also found later, when we were moving out of the office that you were in, when we moved that office, uh, I found uh, other employees that still worked for me that had worked for you, <laughs> and theirs were eerily right on, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's their strength, that's their weakness. It is it is a pretty interesting. And, I mean, sometimes when you take those, you're like, oh, People look at them and like, I don't want to look at that because I'm going to see my deficiencies. And I don't, I don't, yeah, really get, you don't really look at it that at way. It's not, it's, it's, it's just, but it does provide pretty accurate information. Yeah. And, you know, after I interview someone, after you put enough people through it, you could usually uh, figure out the results on your own. Um, but it, it's good to have the tool and, and be able to give them the expanded results. So they'll get their little score, but it also comes with like 20 pages of explanation of how you work best, how you prefer to communicate, you know, things like that. So let's just run down the four of them real quick. And, you know, if you see this pop up as a dominant, where you typically might naturally fall best in an organization, not saying it'll pigeonhole you or something. So if I see someone come through the door that's like, 
A 99 on a D. I mean, do you, have you been through this enough that you remember what that would be? So that's decisive. I haven't done it in a couple of years. Um, but yeah, from is that more about it doesn't take long to make a decision. There's not a lot of thought involved. It's I'm pretty sure in this situation, this is where I'm going to go. Yeah, this this is a driver. They're going to steamroll mm -hmm. things. They're going to get them done. They may not they be right. They don't look back. They just go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, hard-charging person. They're not going to be too concerned with emotion either, by the way. Mm. So this person's likely to offend regardless of intent. This, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but, you know, as we get to the other personality styles, you understand how these people may not interact uh, the, the way you would think. So, yeah, if someone comes with a massive high D score, you know, they're, they're a pusher. They're, they're going to push things through, get the job done. That's all they care about. You know, just go. Yep. Um, how, how, not, not how, just go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it. It's ready, fire, aim. Okay. Yep. yep. That, that's this type of person. So, so they definitely have a spot in the hierarchy uh, and, and jobs that would function better where we need a hard-charging leader. We need stuff done. Um, the second one's kind of interesting. The second one's I, which again is interactive. And I see this one fairly regularly. I'll see someone with a 99I. Um, I'm looking at uh, Al, my current project manager's uh, results right now, and he's he's a 99I. So an I is an interactive. Yeah, Dave describes it as a party waiting for a place to happen. Mm. So th this is your person that you know knows everyone, can converse very easily would make a good podcast co-host there you go <laughs> um this is probably where you were at on there if i had to guess this is an, a natural salesperson too typically yeah i think that was my highest was at the eye yeah uh, so you know sales you probably want to see that um anyone that has to be outgoing in front of people making connections they're connectors of people um that's that's the high eye party waiting for a place to happen so if you say, hey, we need to do something. They're, you know, they're going to make sure it's fun while you do it. <laughs> they're All the right. ones throwing the beach balls and frisbees around the office. There you go. Which, or, or spinning the vinyl in the back. Which, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, the S is where it gets in, uh, kind of more interesting. S is stabilizing. So an S is, is more slow to make decisions. Um, they're an anti-conflict personality, so confrontational is the last thing this person would want. They'll do everything possible to keep the peace. Uh, they are slow moving to make decisions, uh, but you know, when they build something, it's probably going to work. Mm -hmm. They're just going to take forever to get there. I have a fair amount of S, actually, believe it or not. Uh, I'm one of the weird ones that's kind of split between a lot of these, uh, which, which gives me just enough drive to get things done, but it gets done slow, but it's done right when it's done. Mm -hmm. um, so it also makes it to where I can interact with people without offending them. Uh, S is also interesting because they're super loyal. Okay. So it's very hard to drive an S out of your organization, like to the point where they'll hang around even if they're not performing. Uh, they, they won't go anywhere. So if you get one of those and then they're in the right job and they're doing well, they likely are a lifer as long as you're taking care of them. Um, and S really just wants to contribute. They, they want to contribute and they want to be appreciated. So that's the other thing. We have wants and needs for each of these. S wants to contribute, be appreciated. The D, by the way, wants to achieve. I want the dang, yeah. oh, they just want to get it done. Make it work. Um, they want responsibility. Okay. You know, just give me, I got it. Um, the I wants to be included, want to be part of something. You know, that's why party waiting for a place to happen. They want to be recognized. 
publicly when they do things right. The, the S, you know, they want appreciation, but you, they don't want to be called up in front of all their peers. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> yeah, they, they may take it, uh, but that's not, they're, they're not naturally going to hop up on stage. We'll say that. And the C, by the way, the C is kind of cautious or calculated. Um, the C is the systems, efficiency. Um, they want affirmation, but their compliance in another way people will put it. So engineers, accountants, we often see in, in the C. They get rules and order and how So they don't work. necessarily have trouble making decisions. They're just rule followers. Yeah, they're, they're rule followers. They want to do it right. They're going to be slow. They're going to research the 10 ways on Google how you do it before they make a decision. Yeah. Um, they absolutely just want to be right. Um, they're the type of person that if you disagree with, you made a mistake because they already researched why it's right. It, oh, sure. It, you can't argue with them. Yep. They, they know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you, and you need those on your team as well uh, in different spots. So, you know, the, the I's and D's, you know, are the, they're going to move the organization forward. The S's and C's balance it, make sure that it doesn't implode on itself. Mm-hmm. So I've seen a business that's built on a room full of I's and D's before. I'm thinking of a call center business. Okay. Um, almost inevitably, they go bankrupt eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By by the outside looking in, you see the revenue going up. You see more and more people going around, and then they, you know, run out of cash. They built, but they didn't know how they were building. They just got there. But you know, we'll we'll use this in in interviews and. I guess since we're at breakdown, let's take a little break. And when we come back, I'm, I'm going to talk about employee reaction to when they take this. We talked about years a little bit, but I'm going to talk about how this fits in the larger picture. Then once you have this information and you're armed with it, how you use it to your ultimate benefit and why you should be using it. And now, now back to the Profit 911 podcast with your host, Justin Miller. We're back. We're talking about work personalities, disc profile results, how to use them in your business, how to use them to make sure your team functions as a team without the dysfunction, or at least puts the fun in dysfunction. Yeah. Well, that's true. Wait, where's that button that does the little... You like this one? Yeah. Yeah. A rim shot? Yeah. Nice. We got buttons, folks. Yeah. There are buttons all day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're talking about the different uh, on the disc profile results, the D, I, S, and C, and when they're uh, high, what it means, and who you use. Which, by the way, I'm going to go back to Al as an example. So he has 99 for I, and his next one is D, which is 56. So there's a couple of things in his position he's in. He's in a uh, project manager as his official title, um, which means he works through people. So he's the one interacting with the client. So high I, great for that. Mm-hmm. You know, loves people, can't converse. High D, pretty good, wants to get stuff done. Um, and then working for him, he has the S's and C's that can take orders and make sure mm. things are okay. actually right when they get done. Okay. Um, he's fairly well-rounded on all those, by the way, but I'm just going with the, the couple of high ones to show you where it is. Now, the one thing that he will readily admit is, you know, when things aren't getting done, that D kind of kicks up a little bit. And, you know, he could come across abrasive uh, if irritated. Hmm. So he could definitely hurt someone's feelings uh, in the spirit of getting stuff done. 
in an effort just to get it finished. Yeah. Because yep. you, you don't think about that. You just want it done. Yeah. Well, and in our case, we understand trade-offs of, you know, some things aren't worth the effort. So, you know, every once in a while, there's a head bangs on a desk behind the office here because a client is focusing on the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're focusing on something that in the grand scheme of generating them revenue or building their business does not matter. And and we get at least a couple of months. <laughs> and you know when the phone rings or the email comes in because, yes, he's pretty good at not saying it to the client. But occasionally, you know, that D does need to come out for a client too if something's not in their best interest. But you have to know who's on the other end of the phone. Um but the stuff will get done, uh, and we'll get irritated if it's moving too slowly. Just makes Great. sense. You want, yeah. you want those working for you. Sure. Now, at the same point in time, you know, if I'm uh, getting a product out the door, you know, so say our, our production workers, mm-hmm. you know, we, we want to see a little more on the S and C to make sure the product actually looks like what it's supposed to look like. So do you like. want them to be in the 90s, or is someone in the 60s? I mean, is it a relative score between 0 and 100, or you know, when you say 99 on an I, that you can't get much higher than that? Yeah, so the first thing I look for when I'm in, this is a good question, when I'm interpreting the results is, did they spike out any column? Okay. Um, and, and sometimes they do, and, and the I is the most common one that I see spiked out. Um. That tells me something, and I start ignoring the other ones under it. Then there's the other ones that are more well-rounded. You know, so it's the primary I'm looking at first, and then what happens after that? Does everything drop off? So I've seen ones where 99i and everything else, like 1 or 5. Okay, well, I understand now that person's a people person, wants to be outgoing. That's that. Do I have a position where that works, and they're supported in their weak areas? Okay. Uh, which, absolutely, there are jobs like that. Sure. Um, if I'm a tiny, tiny organization and that's all I see, uh, maybe not. If the result's right, which again, we ask them what they feel about that. If the result's right, maybe that's not so good for where we're at right now. And if roles aren't so well defined yet and mm-hmm. people are wearing multiple hats, I need them to be better versed in that. Um, so, yeah, the 40s, 50s, 60s, it just depends if there's something else that outweighs them or not. And there usually always is one that's at least somewhat dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if I got a production shop, or like a direct mail floor, and I see someone who's a 99D, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, and that's not working. So yeah. you don't necessarily... The stuff's, stuff's going to go out the door. Um, yeah. And there's going to be complaints and problems. Well, yeah, cause, and everyone's feelings are hurt, too, by Friday afternoon. So in, it, with the S or the C, you don't necessarily, you, you don't want it to be a low score, but it doesn't need to be an 85 to be efficient. No. Okay. As long as it's their primary factor for what I'm hiring for. Okay. And and the S's, you know, like I said, they stick around forever. So that person, if they have a skill set that you're using, that's that's an asset to the team. Now, if you are using these profiles, the better use other than just recruiting is, you know, there's a template actually on Dave Ramsey's website where you can type in your scores and you can print out a little one-page sheet about you. And you saw these in the previous company and we would, you know, you would post them by desks if you have desks. So yep. when someone's approaching a staff member that either they're, they're newer or haven't had a lot of interaction, they can see instantly how this person prefers to work and communicate and mm-hmm. you can adapt then to their style. So if I'm coming up to a, a natural D, which I am not, I know I can be blunt, direct. I you don't want to beat around the bush, or they're going to miss the message. Yeah, you don't need to 
pat it with niceties. Yeah. Tell them what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's fine. They'll be fine with that. You know, maybe they'll get irritated and defensive out the gate, but no, that's how they interact. Um, there's probably some geographic bias to this too. So, you know, people communicate just a little bit different. You know, the East Coast is a little different than the Midwest. We can yeah. typically tell when one of those is on the phone. And if you understand the communication styles, you can, you know, pigeonhole someone a little into one and understand how to communicate with them. It, it was funny because in the previous business, when, you know, I wasn't handling most of the sales there in the later years of it. But every once in a while, a D would come in the door and they would steamroll on my staff and they didn't know how to deal with it. Um, so these are the sales I would get pulled in on and that'd be a teaching lesson for them. But the bottom line was when the D comes in the door, you just tell them how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how it's going to be. This is what it's going to cost. Yay, nay. Yep. And it, money didn't matter. They're good at big money decisions. Uh, they'll make a decision quick. It doesn't matter that zero is behind it. Um, and, that, and that's fine. Now, you will see red flags a lot of times with the Ds as well. Uh, you know, some previous vendor or something, you know, screwed them over. Chances are it wasn't the vendor. Um, and, mm. you know, that's that's coming around your way eventually. So yep. can you be beneficial in the meantime? Because, um, again, they're, they're kind of all over the place you know, quick and at a whim. And they can be changed. And, and the eye is your best friend, of course. Um, eyes are easy to make sales to. Um, selling salespeople is the easiest, easiest person to sell. You know, they're, they're natural connectors. They want to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, doing deals with them is a lot of fun. The S's and the C's, you, from a sales perspective, you need columns and charts and bullets and lots of supporting facts and data. So, so you'll notice in a lot of our promo materials, you know, we had both. You, know, you could very quickly see which packages had more and what the price was. So if you were yeah. high D, you come in there, you know, do I believe this person does what they say they're going to do? And which one of these do I want done? Yep. Um, if you had an analytical type person in there, uh, a high compliance or cautious attitude, you knew that you had to support it with all the line item details, provide 200 pages of testimonials, back it up with a guarantee. Yep. And they're still going to take their time hemming and hawing about it. Um, and, that, and that's fine. But you know, it's good from a sales perspective to understand these as well. We typically use them as work styles, but they're really just communication tools. Um, but yeah, when you put them up, uh, you know, people understand what they're in for when they're communicating. They can more effectively work as a team, communicate as a team, just understand people's, and they're not even weaknesses. I guess they're just tendencies, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, maybe they're, well, I think they, when you, they've called them weaknesses. But. Well, I, and that's like when I first took it and looked at it, I, I looked at both sides of it and thought, well, these must be weaknesses and this must be a strength, but I think you're right. Maybe tendencies is a better word. It, it depends how you look at it, I guess. Yeah. So I'm, I'm here. Weaknesses. D's weakness can hurt feelings, often blunt in a direct manner. Overlook small things in favor of big picture. Oh yeah. I's weaknesses, overly concerned with people pleasing, caught up in performance and how they look to others, lose focus of task at hand, gravitate towards what's next and, uh, new if things get boring. Oh, yeah. Oh, shiny object. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that person will have 10 businesses, right? S weaknesses, dislike conflict, uh, understatement. They run from conflict, slow to make decisions because they fear being incorrect. So mm. making no decision whatsoever is better than being wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, entrepreneurial world, a lot of people subscribe to fail fast. Yeah. yeah. If we have an idea, let's put it out there. Let's see what happens and, and fail. Um, 
the longer I'm in business and working with other people's businesses, I am absolutely about that as well. Cause some people will have an idea may or may not be anything and waste six, 12, just go two, three years. Yep. Uh, yeah. in idea phase. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then C's weaknesses, they seem rigid and inflexible. Yeah. They, uh, cause they are, we do it this way cause it's the way we've always done yeah. it. They don't want new, they don't want unknown. Um, yeah, they lack patience for others who are eager eager to jump in without knowing everything. Mm. So yeah. this is like death by com- a committee as a whole is probably a C. The death by committee. Yeah. Um, also, there's as an aside before we get out. So there's been some new data that the Dave Ramsey organization added here, and that's how people interact with money in each of these categories. Mm. So I didn't see that until I was researching for this podcast episode. So it must be new. It used to just be strengths, weaknesses, and, and how we interact, which uh, I think they sell a bundle for like 300 bucks, by the way, which includes a bunch of disc profiles as well as an action guide of how to use it and uh, a video for, actually I think it's two videos. They have one for the owner and one for the team mm. to where you can introduce this all to the team and they can go over their results and understand each other more, which I probably should do with the current team. They've all taken it, but... I don't think they've uh, we've taken the time to tell the larger picture. But anyhow, back to the money part, because that's interesting. So D's and money. So highly confident when it comes to making big money decisions, ready to pounce if they see a great deal, uh, even if others get stuck in details. During budgets, though, they dominate instead of making team effort, and they gravitate towards risky stuff and impulse purchases. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Eyes and money. Tend to be charitable and generous, treating friends and family to dinner, throwing expensive parties. Uh, forget about long-term money goals in favor of short wins. <laughs> uh, creating a budget's too restricting rather than freeing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. S's in money. Um, when they budget, they see they highly value the input of others. Reliable and responsible. Superb at sticking to the budget once it's made. However, maybe too safe when it comes to money. May choose only slow-growing stuff instead of uh, diversity and, and mixing things and having a little risk to achieve goals. Hmm. So, status quo type stuff. Yep. And finally, C's. Uh, love budgets. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> they know exactly what's what. Uh, get too focused, though, on penny pitching. Get frustrated if anyone goes over budget, even by a few bucks. Don't like losing control. And forget to have fun. So we have some high C clients, and and we, these are the nickel is holding up a dollar, mm-hmm. um, and things can get stopped in their tracks when a high C has been delegated to a new project. Um, for instance, let's worry about the font instead of getting the message out. Yeah, let's worry about the thickness of a sheet of paper rather than mailing. Yeah, these these are the discussions we get in around the office with. But I mean, clients. it's just from their very personality, though. How do you? I mean, that seems like a hard discussion to try to to even counteract or to to try to. Correct. Well, well, frankly, if we can't get around it, I mean, we can see failure written all over it because yeah. uh, we do marketing and advertising. It's a risk. There's nothing guaranteed in it, um, and you can him and haw all day long about little tiny details. But what really matters is trying it. You know, get it out there, see what happens, adjust, re-aim, fire again. Um, so these are the failure to launch ones. Um, 
We see them all the time. These are the ones we bang our heads on the desk. Um, they can't delegate out because, mm. you know, their way's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see it all the time. So bottom line, go take the quiz, read the results, figure out where your weaknesses is and how to work with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think people change on this scale much. They may have like day in, day out shift, right? But overall, people are pretty, this is a natural style comparison, remember. So people tend to stay where they're at. Yeah, your natural tendencies. Can you function in another role? Yeah. Well, especially if you understand them, you might be able to function in that role for a short time. Yeah. So I have enough high eye that, you know, I, I can. You're get the on, life of the party. I can get. When you want to be. I can get on stage. Yeah, if I'm being paid. <laughs> I can get on stage. <laughs> I can do the sales work. Yeah. Um, it drains me, though. You know, I have to go and recover. Whereas a 99i, you probably. Wants to go to the next one. Yeah, you're When's hyped up one? after yeah, that, let's right? Let's go. When's yeah. the next gig? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, the podcast actually, you know, just makes me tired. You're exhausted now. You're going to be yeah. done for the weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> there's, there's some recovery time. You know, I need some time to myself after I go to a conference. Yep. Um, but I have no problem functioning in that environment. It's enough on the scale that I can do it. Uh, same in D, you know, where I have to be highly decisive on the spot. That's not my natural either. Like, I, I'm a slow, steady build person for the most part. Um, so when I'm forced into that situation, can I do it? Yep. Am You're I- forced into it or you recognize it or both. Ooh. So sometimes it is forced. Uh, you have a firm deadline and it has to decisions be made other times. Yeah. As you become aware of these, you realize it's in your best interest to act in that manner right now. Yeah. Um, sometimes you, know, you have to slow build all depends. So there's no magic right or wrong, but this is an amazing tool for yourself for screening in the hiring process. Again, the the most important thing is after you give this to someone, usually it's one of the last steps before the job offer. You know, do you agree with this? And let's say they're you know 99i, and you're hiring them to um, assemble something. You need to have a discussion at that yeah, point. <laughs> may, may not be your best choice. So there's a lot of value here. It, it can stop some train wrecks. Uh, or at least let you know what the challenges are ahead. I hope that it's useful to you if you haven't used it. If you are using it, hopefully this uh, resonated and your experience matches. We'll be back in, I don't know, did we decide if we're releasing this every week or two? But we'll be back with episode 28 uh, whenever it happens to come out. Uh, In the meantime, if you have any suggestions for the show, email me, find me on Facebook. I'm happy to uh, not only use your topic, but if you want to come on a a guest, we're, we're happy to have some guest segments in the future as well. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the Profit 911 Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave your comments. For more information on how Profit 911 Consulting can help grow your service business, visit Profit911.biz.